0: We're good. Yeah, that's all making it. All right,
1: welcome back to the Botch Pod. The Botch Pod. The Botch Pod. The Botch Pod. The worst. The worst. The worst. The worst podcast in the world. Welcome back to the Botch Pod. The worst podcast in the world. Uh, First off, I want to apologize for my voice. A little bit sick, just getting over a cold. So I apologize if I cough or something. Dan, um, I, you know, I feel like the viewers might want you to talk a little bit more than me on this one. But uh, today we have QB1 from the University of Buffalo, Cole Snyder. Welcome, buddy.
2: Appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I love how you guys start the podcast off with the worst podcast ever, every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah pretty it's pretty sick. A,
0: it's a good marketing tactic, I feel. <laughs> yeah. It
1: intrigues people, I feel. Yeah. it We, we get a lot of guests that say that, too. They're like, yeah, They're like, it always throws people for a curveball. Yeah, um, like,
0: like Tommy was thrown off by it. Yeah, he's like, what did I just get myself into? Heem even said something the one yeah. time. It's funny, though. I mean, it works. Because uh, like, there's a lot of people who think they have the best podcasts. And you know we're okay with knowing we're not the best ever. There's a lot of flaws. In fact, the episode that just uploaded today, there was flaws. Yep. A lot of them, which we're still getting texts about. But yeah. it's neither here nor there. Let's get into this. Welcome, Cole. How are you? Never better. Never Kicking better. ass. Yeah. Kicking names.
1: Congrats on a great season. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You guys just... Um, <clears throat> my voice <laughs> is struggling right now. Um, you got What was the bowl game you guys just played in? Camellia Bowl. Camellia Bowl. You guys just won. And I saw you fucking hurdling people like Josh Allen out there.
2: Yeah, I had to pull my best impersonation out. Um, I'm not sure when he did his first hurdle, but... I'm going back to high school. I can pull up footage of my hurdle. So I'm not going to say I'm the first quarterback to hurdle someone in Buffalo, but maybe (laughs) did it before Josh Allen.
1: There you go.
0: I like that. That's a call out. I like it. Nice. That's good.
2: I think that's the third. I've tried it four times, landed, or went over the guy three. So
1: what's your vertical?
2: Shoot. Um, Probably like 30. I tested in the spring, probably like 35. I can't remember thirty-five okay. though. So you're up there. Yeah, you're definitely up there. I'm not jumping out of the gym or anything, but thirty-five.
1: Yeah. I mean, thirty-five for a white guy is not pretty, bad at all. Yeah, I'm
2: gonna take what I can get on that one.
1: Yeah, what <laughs> what think that's
0: good.
1: Yours seventeen.
2: 17. I, I, I don't,
1: I don't think I don't we could think slide a piece of much. paper under that vertical, <laughs> to be honest. Well, okay then. <laughs> Just being honest with you. Uh, are
2: you, wow. are you wearing the Crocs or what are you wearing when you're jumping?
0: Yeah, let's go with the Crocs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's Crocs
2: like, Crocs might add a little bit. Yeah. Four wheel
1: drive, they might add a little bit. Four wheel, you yeah. think? I yeah, put them in four wheel. Should I do it right now? Yeah, do it right four-wheel. on camera. <laughs> <paper. laughs> Try to jump on the <laughs> table. <laughs> just I'm gonna, it just <laughs> breaks. Bust my ankle or something. Um, four wheel. Anyway, so <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I saw I saw you were one of three quarterbacks to have a three thousand yard season this year.
2: Oh, at Buffalo. Yeah. at Yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um Joe Licata, I believe, was one, right? I
1: Or was it I was, I was it Tyree it was,
2: Jackson. Was it Tyree Jackson?
1: I was between those two. Um and then the other one I think is Drew Willie. Drew Willie.
2: Yeah, I know him for sure. It might have been Tyree Jackson. Um but that's a that's a pretty prestigious honor. Um, especially coming from from Rutgers where I played in like eight games and threw for like maybe like fifty yards in a game or something like that. So um, just coming here and getting that opportunity is, is uh, pretty special, and to do it in my first year um, is is uh, is really cool. But I mean, we had a great supporting cast around me, so guys like Justin Marshall and Keon Williams, um, the list goes on. But offensive line did a great job all year, so it was just it was just um, really this everybody coming together and doing their part.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Did you ever have a three thousand yard season in high school?
2: Um, I threw for 2,000 my senior year, but, but that was it.
1: That's what blows my mind, honestly. Yeah. Hey, you never had a 3,000-yard season in high school, but you get it in college. Yeah.
2: I mean, we had a head coach that was like a running back. So he was like 50-50 on the run. Like, he didn't want to go crazy to passes. But um, hey, if we want to throw a little bit more, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. <Hell> yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, your senior year in high school, you left halfway through the year, right? Yeah. To go to Rutgers. Yeah. What was that like? That's that's crazy. I've heard of very few people doing that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty common in, like, the college football world. Right. But around here, um, especially. Especially,
1: like, a small, going from a small school to a pretty yeah. big D1 school. Like, yeah. halfway through the year is crazy.
2: No, it was crazy for sure. Like, I remember, like, talking to my guidance counselor, and she was kind of shocked by it. And then, like, we got everything, um, all my classes right, and I was able to do it. And but um, I definitely recommend it. Anybody that's like thinking about it, because you just like get 15 practices. Um, College is like different. Like there's there's like certain rules and parameters that you have to follow. You know you play college football, um, so you can only have a certain amount of practices in the spring. Like you can't touch footballs at certain times. Um, So really, if you don't go early, like your first time to touch a football, like with your coach, is training camp. And like a lot of people get to college and their first practice is like, all right, this, the speed is so different. Um, the guys are a lot bigger. Like everything is just, it's, it's different and it's a different environment. Um, so coming from a small school where there was like 100, 110 kids in my graduating class, the game was a lot different. Um, but at the end of the day, football is football. So once you get over like the. The change in speed and the change of size of everybody. Um, it's really the same game and that takes takes different times for different people. But like I said, having those fifteen spring practices was like huge for me. Even though I didn't play much freshman year, it helped me in my development like yeah. a ton. So I definitely recommend it.
1: Was that like the biggest learning curve for you going to college? Like the speed and the size of the guys you were playing with?
2: I feel yeah. Definitely because like I never really worked out in high school. Like I worked out, but not like on a real plan and like taking care of my body and everything like that, that you need to. Um, I was always playing different sports. I played hockey, football, baseball. One year I played basketball when I was in 10th grade. So I played four sports one year. Um, Yeah, that was a lot. So I was always going from one sport to another. And um, when I got to college, I realized like, these guys are freaks here, like yeah. especially in the Big Ten. Like you got defensive linemen running like four, five, forties, and it, it's just crazy. So when you're not faster than a D lineman, that's when you know like you gotta you gotta change some things. So uh, working on my body was like the biggest thing that I needed to do when I got to college, um, and my transformations over like my first three years are like incredible. Like, they really are. So that was the biggest biggest thing that I had to get used to going to college.
1: For sure. Um, <clears throat> do you think Rutgers helped with that a lot? Like, did they have a good kind of system in place for you specifically to not not just, like, recover and lift and stuff, but, like, diet plans and stuff like that?
2: Yeah. So, like, Rutgers is, is obviously in the Big Ten, so they have, like, the facilities – I mean, they're not as like fancy as like Michigan or Ohio State, but like college football, the facilities are way nicer than they need to be. Like you look at NFL facilities and they have what they need and what, what um, gets the job done. But college is like, all right, let's just like build all this stuff that we can to like make it look like we support our football team. So for, it's pretty much for recruiting. So, like, when you see Ohio State and Michigan State's um, indoor facility and their weight room and stuff, like, you don't necessarily need all that. You know what I mean? But a lot of it's for, like, recruiting. So, um, they had everything that I needed for sure. Like, the nutritionists um, were were great giving you diet plans. Um, The food, like, you literally go upstairs before workouts, after workouts, and there's, like, three lines of buffets. There's a – woman that or a man or whatever that um, makes food for you, like whatever they're making today, like whether it's pasta, breakfast sandwiches, um, all that. So you have everything you need from a nutrition wise. And then the weight room, there's like 20, probably more than 20 racks in there, um, two sets of dumbbells. So like everything you need is there for you. So it's about like getting the right guys in the room and um, just like.
1: Did Rutgers have like a football specific cafeteria?
2: Yeah, it was actually like in our stadium. Um, we had everything in our stadium oh, that we needed, sick. so we didn't have to share anything. Um, there was a couple of teams in there that used the training room, but as of now, when Coach Giano got there, he kind of kicked everybody out and was like, all right, this is football only, so.
1: Nice, that's sick. Um, was it, was the it lifting tough, like learning a lot of that stuff? Because you said in high school you, you lifted, but you weren't like on anything specific. Yeah. Um, I know college, they're pretty strict with form and, like, they push you.
2: We had a – our strength coach's name was Kenny Parker, and he came from Ohio State with our head coach, Chris Ash. They both came from Ohio State after they won the national championship. And this guy would, like – his weight program literally felt like it was just trying to hurt you. Like, he would have the – the lat pull-down machine. Mm. You'd have to get on the lat pull-down machine and say you could do probably like 120 lat pull-down, like right with the good form. He'd be like, all right, put 250 on. So (laughs) you'd have your partner spotting you behind your back. You'd be pulling the weight. You'd get it like a couple inches down your partner would like help you down the rest of the way. And then like your partner was getting like the same workout that you're getting (laughs) in though. So it was crazy. So it would be like pulling and then it was literally like just to punish you. You'd have to hold it. It'd be like down for three seconds, hold it for three seconds, lift up for three seconds. So like these workouts were like the hypertrophy, that word, like it was crazy. So like the burn and everything was was nuts. And then same thing with like pull-ups, we would do pull-ups with like Three plates around our waist just for no reason. So these workouts literally felt like they were trying to kill you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, strength and conditioning coaches are always like a l- little bit not all the way there mentally, yeah. too. Like they're always <laughs> nut jobs. Yeah. So like, for sure. I feel like you have to be, you to kinda, be yeah. in that position. Yeah. No, for real.
0: You're right? Like you gotta put, like, cause like if you can't push yourself, you gotta be able to push everybody else. Yeah. So I mean, like, Especially
1: a bunch of college kids at like 6 a.m. on a Monday. Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> Like yeah, I know for I a fact,
0: or some days you don't want to be there, but like with that extra little boost there, I mean.
2: Yeah, when you got a c- bunch of coaches that are acting like like lunatics in there, it's like it's kind of hard not to be energized. But at the same time, you're like, what are you doing? You know what I mean?
0: Right. So yeah. like that that's like a good point. Like, do you think like do you think that helps? Like, because that's like I feel like a stigma with coaches. Like you like they're always like crazy, or at yeah. least you have like a few coaches that are and just like insane. And you're like. What are you doing? Is this even necessary? But in the long run of things, do you think that's like an important aspect to have?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, just like just like bringing the juice to the practice and stuff or the weight room or whatever. But I think when you're a young guy, you like, you're like you like, oh, okay, like, let's go. And then once you get older, you kind of like see through it. And then once you've been there for a couple of years, you're like, all right, I'm working out for a reason. Like you start to understand why. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, why why are you acting like this still? <laughs> like, yeah. you kind of see through it. But um, it's good to have some of those guys around, I would say.
0: Definitely. It makes sense, too. Yeah. I mean, for the most part. But, yeah, sometimes I feel like I can get out of control, especially, like, the stuff that, like, we're used to seeing. Because, like, we don't see what goes behind closed doors, especially, like, with your organization or anything. But, like, if we see something, it's obviously filmed. And I feel like a lot of people act like, crazier on camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And Probably.
2: they're definitely conscious about what they're putting out. So, like... They might, put it, they might put certain stuff out, but they're not putting out, like, the real stuff. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And that's every program.
0: I feel like it can, like, has there ever been, like, a moment – you don't have to name sp- specific names, but, like, some, like, crazy shit, like freakouts or something, like coaches freaking out, stuff like that, and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm actually scared.
2: <laughs> I had this one team meeting. All right, I'll go into some details about this one. So, um, I was at Rutgers. Um, we started off the season, this is this is uh, my last year at Rutgers. We started off the season, uh, I believe 3-0. So we beat Syracuse on the road, in the dome, so by, by the way, Syracuse is like the loudest stadium I ever played in. Like there was 20,000 people there and it seats like 50 some. And it was by far the loudest stadium, like Michigan had 110,000 played there and not nearly as loud as Syracuse. Really? Yeah. Because it's enclosed and everything, it, it's yeah. super loud. Um, look, but back to the story, um, we were 3-0. and We ended up losing a couple games, and then we played Northwestern. And Northwestern was not a great football team, and we should have beat them. And I think we needed that game to like, we had to win out to be like bowl eligible or something. And coach coach called us in after the game when we got home. So it was at Northwestern. We travel back, we fly back into Newark Airport, drive home. So it's late. It's probably like eleven o'clock and it's Saturday night. So some of the guys don't travel on the like to the games. There's like a travel squad and there's um, like the guys that are just on like scout team and stuff, they'll stay home. He called everybody in the team meeting and He literally like guys were like smelling like weed and stuff. It was it was bad. And I mean, so he calls everybody in, um, tells the coaches to get out. We had some guys that were um, not doing some things right in the hotel, just say that. And he tells us one guy, I don't even know if I can say this, because if he sees this, it's going to be wild. (laughs) He told him. I'm not I'm not going to say every word but he yeah. pretty much told him stand up and fight me. So, he literally told this kid to fight him. Obviously, the kid did not get up and fight him. He just stood there and um as I would, I would not fight my head coach. Um and then he walks to the other side of the room. This kid had a cup of coffee, our kicker. Um he just won like the best punter in the in the country. He had a cup of coffee. He walks over. Smacks the cup of coffee, goes flying everywhere, all over the wall. Um, He walks to the other side of the room. This guy had a jug of water, like a gallon jug. Smacks the jug of water. Jug goes flying all over everybody in the crowd. And then he walks back over to the other side of the room. And he's, he's saying whatever he's saying at this point. And he takes a running start and runs at the podium and knocks it over. And then after that, he grabs his stuff, goes to the door, kicks the door open, and said something and walked out.
1: I fucking love that shit. I <laughs> like, love that shit.
2: Everybody in the room was like, What just happened? Like no one got up for like a minute. It was like yeah. the craziest team meeting. It would be the the craziest meeting that I will ever be a part of. Nothing will ever top that. So
0: like, he, like, he, like, leaves, and, like, it, it's, like, that awkward silence for, like, a few minutes, or, like, like a few seconds or whatever. It's, like... No, like, a, f-
2: like a few minutes, yeah. Yeah. It was, it
0: was crazy. I feel like that's how he would be as a coach. I just feel like <laughs> if you were a coach, you just said that shit fires you up. I feel like you'd be, like, the overbearing coach. So, so it was like, was that, like, a normal thing, or was that just, like, a once in a, like, wow, an anomaly? Like, was he always, like, that fired up and, like, that menacing?
2: Yeah, he was. He, he was very intense. Like, um very intense all the time but that was definitely top tier for him
0: that that that's crazy that yeah. is crazy
2: he is the, he's like the most fiery coach that i've ever been around for sure
0: okay that's cool though did um did that like benefit though did, like <clears throat> did anything come of that like uh did, did the situation get figured out basically
2: well we didn't win a bowl game so we didn't go to a bowl game so
1: but did kids, like, stop fucking around in the hotel room and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think they got the message after was that. There, never, there was never an incident again after that? No,
2: not really. No. <laughs> so, if you ever want to stop stop problem, I mean, guess so you can go attack it like that.
0: Yeah. I just feel like that would be you. you like, the, the fucking. It, it works. It, I it obviously feel like, works. I know, but I feel like you're always the hothead, dude. <laughs> like, you yeah. would be. You would be. I'd like, if you would. and I were coaches, what the fuck am I? Yeah. I'm just like, Hey, guys. Oh, let I this guy in a blue hoodie talk today. <laughs> did that
1: did that coach give like some crazy like pre game speeches and shit too?
2: So he was a big like like you couldn't say anything that wasn't like about the culture. So like our, our culture was like three things and it was he was very strict on, on the culture. And he didn't like people saying like things away from it. I remember um, to for to your point, his speeches were pretty fiery, but they were like pretty much the same every time because he was about the culture. I remember we were playing Michigan during COVID, and I wasn't. I wasn't playing. Come in the locker room at halftime, and we're beating them by like seven points or a touchdown. And I was like, I said, "All right, guys, don't let this slip. Like, let's go keep it keep it going. You know what I mean? Because like we're up like." we just need to keep this going. Like we're playing well. Yeah. And he's like, who said that? Like everyone goes silent. I'm like, Oh shit. Fuck.
1: <laughs>
2: he's like, who said that? Was that you? And he said to someone like, that was next to me. He's like, no, that wasn't me. And then he's like, I was like, I said it. And he's like, looked at me, wrote down on his notepad, something. When Whenever coach wrote down on his notepad, that's when you know it was bad. Yeah. So he, looked at me wrote down his notepad and didn't say a word to me and he never said anything about that to me after that either oh. so i don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing so
0: yeah right like it's like a mixed signal kind it of. is it it's is
2: really
1: strange
0: i'm gonna get my ass chewed in this next week and, or, and then nothing ever happened yeah, yeah. so i guess it's a good thing
2: yeah but i feel like that's almost like a worst thing like you know when your dad's like disappointed at you yeah, and not you know, mad
0: you never clear it up
2: yeah <laughs> it's like one of those <laughs> you'd rather be mad at you and just get it over with
0: for sure yeah I understand it Damn, coaches dude I don't miss that yeah from, from like even I never even got to experience of college yeah the worst I don't miss, I don't miss any of the it the
1: worst for me I felt like was like film sessions like especially after like practice <clears throat> film sessions when you're like oh, like you just don't want to be there and then you just get chewed. I remember like freshman year was the worst cuz like you're not used to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did, did your like co- have your quarterback's coach coaches been like pretty cool overall or were the, you get chewed out a lot?
2: So, my first quarterback coach was like very similar to the coach that was like knocking jugs over. So, he actually coached with him uh at, like before. So, he was very fiery, and there's some crazy stories about him, too. Like, I remember we were in a meeting, and um, our quarterback was struggling. Our quarterback was struggling. It wasn't me. So, at least he was playing. Like, I mean, I got to give him credit for that, right? Um, He was struggling, and he was just, like, laying into him. Like, he's like, our families depend on you and how you perform and like going in. He's like, people are getting fired because of you. And it was just like, oh. dude, like, I don't, I don't think this is the best way to to motivate somebody here. It's like, like when you have that in your mind and you go out there and try to play after that, it's like, how can you go out there and play when you're thinking about these things? You know what I mean? So like, it almost was like he was like, Saying these wild things to like see how wild he get, but so I feel like some coaches are like that. But um, I do love that coach, so um, great relationship with him. So, but yeah, some of the, some of the coaches are, are pretty fiery in in my experience at least.
1: What was like the punishment for you guys at Rutgers if you were late to a meeting or something?
2: So the first staff that was there, Coach Parker, he, we, we would call it Donnie's. You had a Donnie because you had to get up at like dawn. So you had to be there at like five o'clock. And then you had to you had to um like pick up all the weights and move them for no reason. You had to clean like the weight room. So you had to pick up all the weights, like wipe them off and move them. I never had to did one do one, thankfully. I was never late to, to anything. I don't think I've ever been late to anything in my in my college career. Uh, knock on wood. I <laughs> don't know if you have any wood around it's here. That's <laughs> But, yeah, so that was it. I've only heard stories about it, though. I've never had to experience it.
0: Hmm. That's a good thing, though. Like, yeah. It shows that you have, like, your, your shit together, I guess.
2: Yeah. One time there was – I had a workout with my quarterback coach in high school, and it was, like, 6 o'clock before school, and I didn't wake up. My alarm – it was like the iPhone alarm. Sometimes iPhone alarms are weird and slept through it or whatever. Didn't wake up. Left him hanging and high and dry. He was like calling me and stuff. I missed the workout. I went and bought an alarm clock after that, and since then I've never missed a workout. So that was like my one time, and I was like, "Yeah, this is not happening again."
0: Yeah, smart. Definitely. I can't tell you how many times the iPhone has failed me. Yeah. Right. All, oh, it's. This <laughs> You're the heaviest sleeper. I am I've a ever very met heavy met sleeper, life, though. Too. Like I, I'm not I'm not proud of it, but um, it got so bad at one point. Where like I would just like sleep past everything and anything, um, I ha- I went on online and I just typed in on Google, world's loudest alarm clock. <laughs> this thing came, ca- I still have it. I don't really use it that often, but um, it has a vibrating pad that goes under the pillow. Oh wow! And it's still so fucking loud. And I wake up to that. I will wake up to that. But like the re- the average iPhone, thing, like I'm just I'm terrible. Yeah. I am such a. It's getting better though with age. I've it's noticed good. it is getting a lot better.
2: With my alarm clock, I got one next to my bed, and I got, like, the loud one, like, on my end table mm-hmm. or, like, my desk. So if I get up, I'm good. But if I don't get up out of bed, I'm just going to sleep all day.
0: Yeah. It, and that's, like, the worst when you wake up. Maybe, I don't know, hit snooze maybe for
1: some reason. Right? Dude, I could
2: yeah. hit snooze for, like, four or five hours, I swear.
0: <laughs> you know what the worst part is? Not, like, the overnight sleep, but if you're trying to catch, like, a quick, like, 30-minute nap or something... And that turns into like so much longer yeah. because you do that snooze thing.
2: And then you get up and you're like, you almost feel like you're like pissed. And you're you like, it.
0: I, didn't fi- I didn't get up.
1: Yeah. Like You fucking hate yourself. Literally. I like, don't remember hitting snooze sometimes. Oh yeah, me too. Okay. Me I, too. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I had 40 alarms set. Terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so terrible. That, um, that was me this Sunday I went at, for the tailgate. Oh yeah, for the tailgate. But I was just shy. It was a long weekend. Not enough of this.
1: So what was the um, reason for transferring to UB?
2: Um, so I really enjoyed my time at Rutgers. Had a great time. Um, learned a lot. I had like three different quarterback coaches. Um, so obviously that's not ideal, right? You do want to get familiar with the system. But with that being said, I did learn a lot from, from three different guys. So it was like three different three different offenses almost. And then I had two different head coaches Um, So I think I had a lot of different experiences in the course of three years that people might have and over the course of like seven years or something like that. So I I try to look at it like that. I learned a lot there and uh, I just transferred because I I felt like I wasn't getting a real opportunity. Our offense was struggling a little bit at Rutgers. And um, in the spring game, I did really well, had like three total touchdowns. I um, was on ESPN for this one-handed catch that the kid made, um, did, did well. And then nothing really changed going into spring, spring practice. And after, like, consideration and talking with everybody, I was like, all right, well, now I feel like I need to go somewhere else and get someone that believes in me um, the way our coach believed in, in our quarterback at the time. Um, and I found that at, at Buffalo, so um thankful for that. Like Coach Mo, he told me like it's it's going to be an open competition. He's like, I'm not giving you anything, but you come in here and you win the job, th- that's on you. You know what I mean? So um, he trusts me, he believes in me. And uh, like after this season, I think it's only gotten stronger. So um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for next season too. Um, we got a couple, couple of key guys coming in uh, to fill some shoes. So we got a lot of talent, talented players on the on the roster right now. So I'm excited for next year. Hopefully, hopefully we can win a MAC championship. We were probably one game away this year. We lost to Ohio in a MACtion game. Um, MACtion is crazy. It messes up your whole schedule. But we lost to Ohio, and then after that, they didn't, they didn't lose another game. They, they kind of held their destiny in their own hands. So. We just gotta win our games that we know we can win, so.
0: Right. Yeah. How are you personally, um, with like keeping up on everything? Like you just said, certain things can mess with your schedules big time. Uh, like keeping up on, because obviously we're <coughs> still in school, and it's not just football. Uh, how 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 are you with that?
2: Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty good because like during the football season, I'm so locked in. Like I don't really do much. Like. I go out and stuff like in the off season, but during the football season, I don't really go out much. Um, it's really just like football in school because like I'm the type of person who, I have like such an addictive personality. Like if I'm doing something, I'm doing it 100%. Like mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm resting, like I'm resting, like I'm eating good food, I'm enjoying myself, but when it's time to work, I'm working. And um, for example, like right now, I just got in this new kick where like I'm, I want to go camping So I just got some camping gear, like now I'm hundred percent invested in going camping, Um, actually going camping this weekend. So I'm excited for that. But like, that's just how I am. So during the season, uh, I have like a good routine. Like I know what I'm doing on each day. Each day is the same for me pretty much, like throughout the week, like Monday is always going to be a Monday. So when your schedule does change, it's just like, okay, today's Monday, if it's actually like Wednesday or something. So, But the matching games are weird, though, because you'll play on, like, a Tuesday, a night game away. You'll get back at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. So that messes you up a little bit, like your sleep schedule and stuff. But um, you just got to get back on track. And then, like, that was my first time ever missing school during the week. I mean, you played at Edinburgh. Did you ever miss games during the week playing football?
1: Not when I was there. I think. Right after I left, they did have like some random Thursday game. Yeah. One time. Yeah. But, yeah. I never had to miss school.
2: Yeah. But like like basketball and all these other sports, they play like throughout the week and stuff. I don't know how they do it, honestly. But playing on the weekend, you don't really miss any school and anything like that. So it's not really too bad. But playing during the week is kind of, kind of messes you up, kind of messes up your school schedule and everything like that. Yeah. But I mean, I do, I do pretty, pretty okay with it.
0: That's good. That's important, to, like balance just leads to like real life too, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I like what you said earlier though, about the, uh, what is it? Um, when your decision to leave, you wanted to find somewhere where your coach believed in you or was invested in you as much as they were like, that's just like self-realization. You're not like living in like, like believing that like, Oh, I'm going to have the opportunity here. Like you knew, you saw the like writing on the wall and you find yourself in a good position now. Yeah. You actually took the forward. step. So I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, that's an important
2: thing. Yeah, like, so when I was at Rutgers, I was like, okay, I know I'm coming from, like, a small school. I know there's a new coaching staff coming in. Like, I'm going to do everything that I can to, like, go earn this spot. And then, so I really did – I really felt like I did everything that I could. Like, I balled in practice. Like, I put in the extra work. And, like, I really always have done that. And then at the end of the season, I kind of just looked back and, and noticed that – like all my hard work and stuff, like I was doing well, but it just, just wasn't getting recognized and, and they were going in a different direction. Um, so we had <clears throat> we had this kid come in who, do you know who Qu- Quinn Ewers is? The kid from Ohio State in Texas. Yeah. Well, he graduated high school like a whole year early. Okay. So instead of like graduating after a senior season and going a semester early, he like skipped his senior season. So that happened at Rutgers too. And this kid came in like the second week of the season. And they started giving him like first team reps and stuff like that. And he's never been in college or went through an off season, went through any training program or anything like that. So once they did that and they started giving him first team reps, I kind of just saw the writing on the wall. And I was like, okay, like obviously you have your guy and you want to go in that direction, which is fine. Obviously, I think I did. I earned something, but if you didn't, if you don't realize that, or if you don't recognize that, then I think you need to. Get, you know what I mean? You gotta yeah. believe in yourself and go somewhere else. Good so, thing. so I that's what. I feel
1: like there's there's so, so much like politics behind the scene, with that stuff. Like certain guys getting paid more. It's uh, yeah. The higher ups kind of believe like, oh, why are you paying this guy? He's not playing. So the the coaches feel like they need to play him, or they have to believe in him, even if he's not the best option. Yeah. For the yeah, team. I there's hate
2: that shit. It's it's one thing to get there, it's another thing to to play and like have like a successful career like I was just talking about that with um like my old gym teacher actually. Like his son his son played division 1 sports and like it, he realized he, we were just talking like it's it's one thing to get there, but then like to beat the game with the politics and be the be good enough to, to play at that level, you know, and and stay focused. And like, there's so many distractions that can come at you, and it's it's just you really gotta you really gotta stay focused. And like, I don't know, take your opportunity when it comes. Because yeah. one thing I learned, there's no such thing as missed opportunities because someone always takes them. No, that, you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, that, that's like, how old are you? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That like to be twenty-two and to be able to or shit. I mean, you're probably even younger to. to Clearly, you're doing something right in that aspect because, like, there's a lot of people who just sit and complain and bitch the whole time, and yeah. act like they earned it, and like they may have, yeah, but like just to whine and like you moved on and, and shit. I mean, I guess it worked out, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's yeah. cool.
2: There's nothing like I hate more than like guys in the locker room talking about, oh, I'm gonna transfer, I'm gonna transfer, and then the guys that don't transfer, it's like okay, so you're poisoning like the rest of the team right now talking about you want to transfer, you want to lead the team, like you're not happy. Like, okay, then do it. Like, just leave. Like, if you don't want to be here, just leave. Like someone else will come in, you know what I mean? But especially the guys that say, oh, I want to transfer, I'm going to transfer. And then don't transfer. It's like, why? Like, why are you just talking? You know what I mean? So like me, I was like, I never told anybody I was transferring. I told I told one kid, like my best friend out there, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm transferring. Like we already knew I was going to transfer. And But I wasn't just going to sit there and, like, tell everybody I'm going to transfer. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not good for the team. So, I hate guys that just, they just, like, talk and they're, like, it's, like, rat poison to the team.
1: Yeah, because
0: then it shows that, like, you don't, like, to your teammates that you don't want to even be there. Exactly. Shows, like, that, like, and why, then,
1: why and then it leads to them, like, talking shit about other players A and other coaches. Drama and, that yeah. nobody needs. Yeah. Just because they're miserable. A lot of people like the drama, though.
2: Yeah. No, they that's do. It's crazy. I feel like that's just, like, kind of, like, the world, though. Like everyone likes to like tear you down, whether it's on social media or in real life. Like if you're doing something good, they want to tear you down. Like or if you're taking a risk and trying something, they want to tear you down. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: in every aspect of anything you do. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing like I'm, something different.
2: I'm sure, like you guys starting this podcast, people were trying to like tear you down. Like why are you starting a podcast? <laughs> that you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's just how it goes.
0: A lot of people come and go too. That's that's just life, though. Like you said, it really is yeah it's just uh, usually the
1: people trying to tear other people down though have their own issues that they can't deal with
2: no doubt the
0: biggest yeah. bitches dude. They, yeah. just wanna, they
2: just want to they just want to put you on their same level that they're on right. they're mad about their life
0: yeah it's like and secretly most of the time they want to do it yeah but like they just don't have the opportunity or don't know how or don't want to do it or don't have the enter- or whatever it is yeah they have the motivation but whatever that's on them not us right yeah <laughs> but no that's cool good for you um so like I don't know how far um into it or thinking about like your future about certain things are but um do you have any like plans like set goals right now for like future like next couple of years what you what you plan on doing?
2: Um I was actually thinking about some goals uh for like this upcoming season. I haven't really thought about I mean obviously the NFL is, is a goal of mine. Um but I mean to play in the NFL you just gotta you gotta perform in college. Um especially me I'm not like uber talented or anything so I just have to perform in college if I want to go to the NFL um so like some of my goals are like 4000 yards I want to throw for 4000 yards in a season um but and I want to win a MAC championship like w- once you like taste the conference championship like we were right there and we beat the team that won the MAC this year our conference um once you taste it it's like now nah, I want it you know what I mean
0: yeah
2: once you have a taste of it it's like i want that like for sure we were close but we didn't get there so
0: well now when you do do the, do those you have like you already have like a recording of it now Then you get somebody to make a sick mm-hmm. edit, clip it, and clip <laughs> it. And it's like yeah we and made it. cuts it. in your <laughs> highlights <laughs> That'd be no no yeah it's cool um so, like so obviously like football and everything you've established yourself quite decently but um, what about like other things, such as like um, like branding yourself and like because like a lot of like players in college they have a lot more opportunities now to like just brand off whether it's clothing or a brand, anything. You know what I mean? Have you done anything or thought about anything you'd possibly want to do?
2: Yeah, so um, I actually have a website in the making. So I'm gonna create a website that just kind of highlights my brand, and um, I'm gonna, I'm doing personal training right now for quarterbacks. Um, So if you're a quarterback in the Buffalo area and wants to train, hit me up um, on Instagram. I am Cole Snyder. Um, I'm also going to be launching a website soon, like I said. And um, like we were talking about earlier, I also want to do a podcast too. Uh, I think that would be another way to branch out and kind of, you know, extend my brand and allow people to kind of see who I am. So those things and um, also getting some merch together, like some T-shirts and clothing and stuff like that. So. Those are the things that I'm that I'm doing right now.
0: Definitely.
1: Have you had any, like, companies reach out to you now with the, like, NIL stuff? Like, totally different. That you can talk now. about. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no. I really haven't had too many companies reach out or anything, and I haven't reached out to any companies at all. Like, this first year I was really just focused on performing because I've, I'd never been a starting quarterback in college, and um, that's what I really wanted to focus on is just, like, Putting a good product out there, and um, then once that happened, um, like this year, now I can go after go after brands and try to get some NIL deals and stuff like that.
1: Definitely, definitely, kind of like the Buffalo AF athlete (laughs) in the making here. There we go. We we could make that happen for sure. We'll see. Buffalo (laughs) AF. One thing I meant to ask you earlier was there like a huge difference between. Not not playing at Rutgers, but like the guys you were playing against and the guys you were playing with on the team compared to UB? Like was there a lot of speed difference, size difference, anything?
2: Yeah, so the biggest thing I think is the difference between like power five football, and the Big Ten and the group of five, like the Mac and stuff, is the depth. Like when you look at a like a Big Ten roster, like guys it's it's pretty loaded. Like people are coming in, new recruits like five stars, four stars talented three stars and everything like that. And um, like the practices are competitive, like the scout teams, the guys on scout team are like, could easily like just jump on like the starting, like the starting lineups and play. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously they need to get developed, but like there's a lot more competition within the team. Um, But at the the group of five level, like the Mac, I would say the starters are, Pretty much as good, maybe just a little bit worse in some positions um, but the biggest thing is the depth like it's the Mac is good football, like um I was going against Rutgers defense my whole time there in practice and everything, and um, you notice you don't you don't really notice a huge drop off to be honest with you, right, so the starting lineups are are pretty solid in the Mac
1: right. cool. <laughs> that's crazy to me. Um. Yeah, I mean, like I, I played D two and there's obviously like we had some studs like there's kids that transferred in from Temple Notre Dame like shit like that but yeah then like some of these kids on the scout team I'm like how'd you even play high school football dude, <laughs> dude. I'm like this yeah. is horrible yeah <laughs> like what are you doing um yeah I'm D one is completely different from D two yeah I'll say that. On record for sure <laughs> yeah and it then bad even d3 like has like i see a lot of kids on d3 and like d3 has way more kids right because they have the the whole JV squad and stuff mm, two yeah i forgot about that yeah d2 doesn't have a JV squad so it's like d2 teams are a lot smaller and i'm like how are some of these kids on the team
2: right it's crazy no dude. i feel you i feel you there um but usually those guys are like the hardest working kids and in, in in my in my true case yeah. like In my experience, those guys are, like, work harder than anybody on the team.
0: Yeah. Because they got to prove. Right. right? Like, you got to, like, establish it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're
1: they're just, like, not naturally as gifted as a lot of the starters and stuff, but they work their ass off to get there, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the other thing is, like, especially with the transfer portal the way it is now, there's a lot of guys that don't get their shot, kind of like me, at, like, the Power 5 level, who transfer down to a Group of 5 level um where you know like you like you can you're probably gonna you're probably gonna play like for example Justin Marshall number one we had this year was a transfer from Louisville he had like uh, like probably like less than 50 catches of his whole career at Louisville um was a four-star in high school I'm pretty sure and just for whatever reason it just didn't work out for him and then he comes to Buffalo and tears it up and I think he I don't know how many yards he had but he had a a lot of yards led our team in receiving and had a bunch of touchdowns. So, like, you're getting a lot more guys like that. But then you're also getting guys that went to the MAC originally and then balled out and now they can go up a level. So, right. it, it kind of works both ways.
1: A lot of room for movement in both ways. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Was there any delay when you transferred? Like, did you have to take any certain amount of time off? Because I know that happens when you transfer <clears> up and down. But I don't know if you just transfer from one D1 school to another.
2: So there's a one-time transfer rule that they put in. So anybody can transfer anywhere and be eligible immediately. And then um, if you transfer before you graduate, you'll have to sit out. But if you graduate, then you can transfer again. So you can transfer twice and play Got immediately it. if you graduate. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Random story. <laughs> my freshman year, uh, like first day of camp, we had like a forty-six-year-old dude. Forty-six. Try, try out, and like, try to play. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Oh, he tried out on the team. Yeah, he had like one year of eligibility left. He was forty-six years old. He was a running back. He didn't make the team. Oh, oh damn!
0: <laughs> Swear. He
1: actually tried. And- yeah, yeah. He did like conditioning tests and like everything. Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: So we had a. I think he was he was thirty. His name is Damian Jackson. Have you guys heard of him?
0: That sounds
1: so fucking it does familiar. for
2: some reason. But um, so he was a Navy SEAL and he transferred from Nebraska to Buffalo, okay. and he was like 30 or 29 years old, and he played defensive end and was like a big special teamer for us, and like he was literally a Navy SEAL, and like just listening to him talk and tell these stories, it was it was crazy to have like that guy. Like he walked in the building and like he just had a presence about him. Like, and he doesn't talk much. Like, if you asked him to come on the podcast, he'd probably be like, no. Okay. But, like, he just has such a presence about him. Like, you can tell he's he's been through a lot and, like, so mature. And it was just, it was just cool to have him, and it was a different dynamic that I've never been a part of, that you have a 29- or 30-year-old on the same team as 17-year-olds. Right. So, that's where college football is kind of crazy, you know.
0: That is cool. It's different. Like – But that also serves as, like, I feel like that could benefit a lot of players on the team. Yeah. Like, just, like, in lessons and stuff like that and just learning and being around somebody like that, even if he doesn't talk much. Right. Because, like, honestly, my, like, first impression of you within the first hour of meeting you and knowing you, like, you're you're pretty uh, humble and you seem like, I don't know how to word it, but a lot of college athletes that I have come in a mix with, aren't as, like, you're very calm and mellow and humble and you seem like you're pretty grateful. There's, a, like, I don't know, I, it's not, like, I'm not every college athlete now, but yeah. there's a lot that just, like, like, it's like, shit, and you come in here, you're like, yeah, through 3,000 yards, I'm one of the only few, you know what I mean? Like, brag a lot. Yeah. But, like, you're just kind of just like, chilling, mellow, and I give you a lot of gratitude for that. Appreciate it's hard that. to be like that, too, though, I feel.
2: Yeah, I mean, I kind of just, like, I kind of know where, where, like, my purpose comes from. Like, I know that God gave me these gifts. Like, like I like to say everybody works hard. Like, you think about, like, a custodian that cleans up after people. Like, they work hard. They go to work, and they work really hard. Mm-hmm. I work really hard. You work really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody works really hard. But I feel like God just kind of blesses certain people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, get, I feel like that's where it comes from.
0: Good. That's. No, you don't usually hear a lot of – Huh? young guy 22 years old <laughs> i just i don't know it's, it's impressive it is yeah it is i was definitely no yeah. it really it re- actually really is like we're undershooting it here
1: yeah i like, was not yeah. i was not like that at 22 i'll no. tell you that much no,
2: no i've never i've never really been like super like out there I'm just kind of just not like, like a super
0: big showboater yeah it's no. like just do my thing yeah i'm here for a reason
1: that's cool yeah, it's yeah, cool. I'm trying to think of some stories when I was 22. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it, but um. I can only make you, buddy. here's the thing: you, you said earlier you're like, you, you said you have an addictive personality. Me too, but. My issue is like I can't just sit down and have one beer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm having twenty. No, thank, <laughs> thank
2: thank God I've been I've been addicted to the right things. So yeah, well, yeah. That's good. I need to keep that keep that going. Is
0: that temptation that's... hard sometimes?
2: Not really. I've never been tempted. I've never been like to go out and like party super hard. Like I just never been that type of person. Okay. I don't know why, but with my personality being so addictive, I don't know why. Right. But
0: it just seems like you got like a you have like. You have, and it's okay to have an addictive personality. It's
1: um, a, it's a good thing to have as long as you can control if you, it. Yeah, yeah. If you can
0: control it and know how to utilize it in the right aspect of things. Because that's that. Like, I feel like, all right. So, quarter. First of all, quarterback is the position. I feel like that's just like the most popular. You talk to anybody, you say football. What is somebody thinking of? Nick, tell me a position on a football team. To, uh, the average citizen, right? They're gonna say quarterback. Quarterback, right? yeah. Like, you're the star. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like. And I feel like there's a lot of temptations involved with things like shit. I mean, not I'm not relating you to him, but just look at like Johnny Manzo. And like we were yeah. talking about it earlier, you're like a lot of guys. Like, like Johnny's a whiny bitch, and like and it's the thing is like you gotta like transition, like you were saying earlier. And like you're there, you got there, but you gotta continue to be there, you know. And Johnny clearly couldn't. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, like I just I don't know. I feel like it's
1: that that in like wider johnny stuff. got worse when the money came in too i feel yeah. like
0: yeah
1: it just got worse and worse yeah. money can do a lot of dangerous things yes it can yeah it's a it's a, it's a tempting really, avenue it doesn't change you though it just
2: it magnifies, it magnifies who
1: you are who you really are for sure yeah
0: yeah definitely money is a hell of a drug <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is but um, like i don't know it is very impressive for you at your age to and position that you're in to be like the way you are. Appreciate I that. I am very Thank impressed, you. actually. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Good for you.
1: So, this year, four thousand yards.
2: Four thousand yards. That's the goal. MAC championship, Mac championship. bowl okay. championship. Anything else? Shoot, I want to go to the college playoff, but.
0: But go, hey, we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll see. You never know. We'll see. Shit. We'd
2: probably put up a better fight than TCU. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah. If you guys don't know,
0: this is this is being filmed the day after the, <laughs> the national championship game where TCU just historically no one will ever
1: will
0: anyone ever forget that game. That's that's
2: the worst blowout. up yeah, in blowout national in championship. That was in a game. Ugly. That was bad.
0: bad. That was ugly, ugly, like. I put on the first quarter, I started, like, just not paying attention (laughs) in the second, and then I looked up, it's half time, I'm not watching this shit anymore, no, no. Mm -mm." You think you would have put up a better fight in TCU?
2: I mean, how many points did they score, seven? Seven. Kent State scored, like, 21 on Georgia, Mm so.
0: Okay, so. Yeah, I, it's fair to say. I think you. you I think
2: all you have to do is score a touchdown and kick a field goal. <laughs> like you got to get you got to get the ball in plus territory like twice, and you got, you got a good shot.
0: What um what what, what in your career? What's the, like the biggest game you have played? Like um let, let's let's go Arena West. Like you were saying, you've played in front of like a hundred thousand.
2: Yeah. People. So like the Big Ten conferences like um, has a lot of great like teams and great stadiums and great rivalries and stuff like that. So. Um, played in all like the Big Ten stadiums, the Big Ten East. So I played um, Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan. Um played in Syracuse, that was pretty cool. Um who else? Um, played at Northwestern. Um so a lot of the a lot of the Big Ten teams like so the horseshoe was really cool. Um I think the big house, Michigan was probably the coolest. Um but Beaver Stadium's really cool too, uh okay. Penn State. Um, and I think Penn State's probably the closest to, to like my house. I live in Jamestown, New York,
0: okay.
2: around there, Lakewood, New York. So Penn State's probably the closest. So I had some family always come to the Penn State game. So that was cool.
0: That's cool. Um, oh fuck. Oh, does like crowd noise and like stuff like that affect you personally? Like, your game, like, does that, like, say you're you're away, like, does that, like, bother
1: you, get to you? It's probably a lot nicer playing at UB. <laughs> I
0: oh, like. yeah,
2: it's it's not nearly as loud as yeah, UB. Yeah, all right. But, like, when you had the – the only time it affects, like, a team, like, I don't really think that rattles me. Like, the only time it affects you is when, like, when you can't hear the snap count or, like, you're having trouble communicating, like, the code to the O-line or something. Okay. So, so like, when you're, like, Sabre North, Sabre North to the O-line, they're, like – what they're looking around you got to go walk up and tell them and you can't communicate clearly and then the snap count you're clapping and they can't hear the clap that's the only really time that it affects you okay so
0: so it's more of a technical thing it's not like you don't the nerves don't build up in you or anything about that
2: no that's something you got to get used to though like i didn't really play until my 3rd year in college um, excuse me but like the crowd like it was cool. Like, the first game that I traveled was in the big house. And that was, like, our second or third game of the year. And it was really like a video game. So, like, when there's a big play happens, like, you the crowd's silent. And then you can, like, he catches the ball. And he's like,
0: ah. And
2: the right. crowd gets louder. And then when he's about to score, it's, ah. And it just okay. keeps getting louder. It's like, it really is like a video game. So, That's cool. that was pretty cool. That
0: is cool. It's got to be, like, a surreal experience.
2: Yeah, yeah it is.
1: Like, I feel like once you – get that first hit out of the way or something like you don't even you don't even think the crowd's there yeah I mean like you don't even realize it yeah
2: like I would say the first year was kind of like kind of like a shock to me like you're literally like just the whole dynamic of like college football like you take a bus like a charter bus we never had charter buses in high school we were taking school buses to games like you take a charter bus to the airport you fly to a game like you hop on a plane I've flown like I can count on two hands maybe before I went to college, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you'd fly to the game. You drive like right on the runway. Yeah. And then you walk on the runway, just walk up to the plane. You walk through like a little security thing and you get on the plane. There's like tons of food, Chick-fil-A on the on the plane. So like just everything like that. You stay in a hotel a whole day before the game. Like the whole dynamic of playing a college football game is kind of crazy.
1: Right.
0: I've yeah. always been dumbfounded by like how like <coughs> how the NFL does it too. I don't I'm not too sure on how college does it. But it has to be like relatively similar. Like you guys need to get back home stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But like I've always been dumbfounded like they will get done with their game, they got like certain amount of time to shower. Yeah. And just like you're out like and then you you're back in your city. If it's like a 3-hour flight, you're back in your city 5 hours of the game, not even. Right. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah. Is that how it works in college?
2: Yeah, you literally just shower, um get on the bus drive to the airport. And go home. So, yeah, you're in the you're in your bed that night. So,
0: how how rough is that after a loss?
2: Yeah, the the plane ride home after a loss sucks for sure. Um, Especially, I mean, it depends on how the loss was and everything like that. But usually, either win or loss, like guys are so tired after the game that there's not a lot of not a ton of talking afterwards. Anyways,
0: that does make sense. Never really thought about that way.
2: Yeah, so. Either it's, like, a bad mood on the plane or it's a good mood on the plane, but usually pe- guys are sleeping or, or doing whatever.
0: Right. We, we're, I was watching the Tampa Bay. Who were they playing? Tampa Bay and, I don't know, Packers this season. They played in Germany. No, not the Packers. Tampa Bay and somebody played in Germany. And I'm just thinking this whole time, I'm like – Yo, these dudes gotta like, like it's like fourth quarter. It's like clearly it's over. Yeah, like there's no way. I don't I forget who they're playing, but like, yo, they gotta, they, they just know in their head right now they gotta get in a plane and take
1: like a tw- fly across the world, flight, sixteen,
0: probably. like six, whatever oh, yeah. it is. Like that's just like <clears throat> after a loss too. I'm like, what is that like? Yeah, that's gotta just suck.
1: <laughs> I saw this story. Um, I forget which NFL player it was, but. He's a retired NFL player and he said like I think he was talking about like Antonio Brown, like he used to just like light up on planes, like just smoke weed on the, way back, on the way back. And like <laughs> guys guys would booze and like
0: Well you saw um this season like they, they would they would give all they would give Kirk all the all oh, the cheese and, well. and <laughs> then like uh, Justin Tucker was like he was like Picking on Russell Wilson when they were leaving Denver, he's like, oh, yeah. "Let's ride." I'm like, "Dude, They're like, are you kidding me?"
2: The Commanders quarterback had his little trash can with his with his beer and stuff too. That was hilarious. Oh, Heineke. Yeah,
0: they, they they try to keep it down low, but social media is so much tougher now. Yet, yeah, dude, like, I guarantee, like, who, there was a story this season who somebody was lighting up on a plane on the way back from like a uh, uh, one of the foreign ones. Oh yeah, one of the foreign games. Somebody was.
2: I didn't hear about that one.
0: Crazy.
1: So, Anybody like, ever get caught with you guys doing shit on planes say on the way that, Say that again. Anybody, any of your teammates ever get caught doing shit on planes on the way back? I feel like no. college
0: is different than the NFL no. when it comes to that aspect. I don't know. It they're,
2: is, but it isn't. Right. You know what I mean? I, don't I feel know.
0: like they're just, they're like, I feel like NFL players, and I don't know why there would any, be any watching, but if they, some see this, I'm, I no offense, but I just feel like they're like more entitled NFL players. Like, okay, like, what are you going to do? You But like. Like, you, in college, you, like, you have a lot to lose, I feel. Right. If you get, in, like...
2: Yeah, because you haven't made it to your goal yet, right? right. Like, your goal is the NFL. So, like, right. especially... I feel like guys, once they get there and they get paid millions of dollars, they're, like, you have, like, a sense of security. You know what okay. I mean? That's, like, like, with the guys that I've been around, like, that's just how I have how I kind of... How they kind of come off. Yeah. Once the, once they make it and they sign the contract, mm-hmm. I kind of have a sense of security.
0: Right. So who have you met throughout um, all this, your, your journey through college and everything? Like you were the saying guys you've been around and stuff like that. Who, who like, made friends, acquaintances, been in rooms with people. Yeah,
2: I mean, I feel like most of them have been my teammates. So like, uh, the starting running back for the Chiefs went to Rutgers. I played with him for three years. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. So he, he he was like a seventh round draft pick for them, and then he started started out um, being their first round running back. So he balled out this year. Um, so guys. Uh, Bo Melton, um, is on Green Bay Packers right now. Okay. Um, Trey Avery's is starting oh. corner for the for the Titans. So, and there's other guys too. So, um, just most mo- mostly my teammates. But right. um, and then guys like Tyree Jackson that I've just been in, in contact with. And actually, the Eagles' head coach Nick Sirianni is actually he was he, he went to Southwestern. So um, I, I'm like family friends with them because my dad. Played for his dad. He was their. He was their head coach in high school. Okay. So.
0: Does you have some sort of relation with him?
1: <clears throat> yeah. I always used to go to that the clinic, the the Sirianni clinic. Oh yeah. Me Western. too. So. Me too. That's where I met. I met Nick there. That was back when he. I think he was coaching for the Chargers. Back yep. Then. Like he was a wide receivers coach or something for the Chargers. Yep. But yeah, he. Those it it's good family. Good guys. They know what they're doing. For sure. All of them. Um, one thing I was going to say earlier when we were talking about cra- <laughs> crowds, this is no shot at UB, but I've literally seen, like, Whitfield schools, like Western PA schools, that seat more than UB. Does.
2: Oh, the UB stadium's awful.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. It's awful.
2: And then you had the track going around the outside, so, ah. like, the stands are.
0: It's got the track. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's bad. That's probably the worst part about UB, honestly, the football field. Like, yeah. Not good at all. See,
0: I don't think – I can't say the last time I was at a UB game, and now I got to go.
2: Yeah, like, the attendance is not great either. Like, we don't get a ton of yeah. people there at all.
1: I know, which kind of made me upset. Like, I remember when I was a kid and I went to my first UB game, oh I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. <laughs> and it was just like
0: – Yeah, um, you loved it." Fucking, you, were, it was, you were saying, this saying that. This fucking sucks. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was like, dude. I You're yeah. like, yo, I used to look up to you as, like, a superstar. I used to go to your college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like
1: – I was like – little kid like probably nine years old, eight years old, and I used to like watch like Drew Willie, Naaman Roosevelt, like James Starks, all those guys.
2: I didn't even know he went to UB until this year. James Starks? Yeah. Played yeah. for the Packers for a long time, right?
1: Yeah, and he's he's from Niagara Falls. Yeah, I didn't know that. I learned he, that this he year won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Starks. Starting <laughs> yeah. quarterback or starting running back for the Packers and won yeah. the Super Bowl is crazy. That is crazy. He balled yeah. out for like a for few a years. Yeah. And then just Dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah. It was crazy. Hey,
2: he's got a Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Okay, he's man, got a Super I mean, Bowl. He's got a ring. He's got a ring. I remember I went to a UB game on a visit, and it was like one of the matching games. So it was like midweek. So nobody goes to the midweek games. Um, so I was like, yeah, this is not what I what I thought it was gonna be at all. <laughs> he comes
0: on a visit, it's like, <laughs> what is going? On? Yeah. It's like a it was like a high school game. Yeah.
2: I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> I will say we were at a, we played Ohio this year on a Tuesday, and they gave out a free tuition to like a couple students in the stands. Really? They made them stay to like the third quarter and gave out the free tuition. And after they gave out the free tuition, everybody left. But there was a lot of people at the so Ohio So they're game. trying. Yeah, no, they're, they're trying right. to get people in the stands, and that that was one way to do it for Where sure. I
0: have to go. For sure. They I feel like, um, yeah, I'm done. For sure. Yeah. I'll um, get
2: you guys some tickets if you guys need some tickets. I feel like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're probably not very expensive. but
1: Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Sounds good to me. I'm um, with it. I feel like Khalil, do you think Khalil Mack was the biggest name to ever come out of UB?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think he was definitely a first-round pick. I don't know what, what. I think he was like third round or number three pick in the draft or something can find like that. Out real quick. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. Google that. He was, he was definitely in the first round, though. Yeah, he's got to be the biggest name, Crazy. for sure.
1: Yeah, he used to he used to say Elmo's was his favorite spot, wings.
2: Spot. Elmo's, I'm a barbell guy. Hey, barbell Tavern, come on. What's your
1: order? What's your order at Barbell?
2: Um, I used to be a twenty wing guy, but I'm a ten Cajun honey butter barbecue with uh, beer batter fries, and I get the uh, pizza logs mm-hmm. with beer with a uh, honey Cajun honey butter barbecue on them too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those are I, fire. I'm not going to lie, I've lived in Buffalo my whole life.
2: you would never been to Barbell?
0: I went this, this past Saturday. First wow. First time ever. That was your first time? First <laughs> time with Maximus. <laughs> Dude, I was at dinner with Kelsey for uh, her work, and I'm, he texted me. I'm like, yo, go to Barbell. I'll be there in like <laughs> an hour. <laughs> like, it's like two minutes away from me. Sure, let's do That's it. Yeah, it was my first what time. It was, was Khalil? Uh, Khalil, Mac, da, 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 da. fifth overall.
1: Fifth overall,
2: overall yeah. Draft. Yeah, that's yeah, he's definitely the biggest, the biggest name to come out of Buffalo for sure.
0: That is, that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, Fifth I, overall. I feel like there's a lot of schools that don't even have like a top ten pick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It is. It's very impressive, Klumac. Um, oh no, that would be dumb. Um. You <clears throat> you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, anything like that? We're at like an hour. A little over an hour. That was a, to keep that was a quick there. hour. No, yeah, right? It always goes that way. Yeah. We're gonna have to get you before the season next year. We have to see what, what's changed. When does what camp we're start? Expecting.
2: Camp starts at the beginning of August. Yeah. So. Okay. We start with Wisconsin too, so it will be a big game. Okay. Big game.
0: Okay. Cool. So, yeah.
1: so, well, we appreciate you coming on, man. We'll uh, put your social down in in the description. Um, Podcast coming soon. Everybody, go follow. Podcast him. coming soon. If you got, if you got, especially if you got a kid that needs, that wants to be a quarterback.
2: Need, uh, yeah, anybody that needs quarterback training doesn't have to be a kid. I can train, train you if you want. Right. Come, you out. want
1: be a
0: <laughs> Come out,
1: quarterback. Come out, dude. That'd be a good YouTube video. Just like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> can we do that? Shot. Can, can we just get? get- just shock on, like, 12 beers and then just... Lock we'll
2: it. take you guys in the field house, too. Get oh, you guys in the field lock house. It. Lock
0: <laughs> it. You need to, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. definitely. I'm done. We we Get you
2: guys going through some uh, ladders and cone drills and stuff. That'd be great. You can, you can play You're receiver. play. seeing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can catch for them. You can be yes, a receiver. <laughs> <laughs> you can
1: run some routes. Just dress ridiculous. <laughs> it's just gross. wear, like, crop tops and <laughs> headbands. I got to start working out if we're going to do that. <laughs> okay, damn you really going to start going and eating right That's now. You okay, should do it. <laughs> All right, bro. We appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, man. Like, appreciate comment, it. subscribe. Otherwise, you're a big, fat pussy, bitch. <laughs>